Good afternoon. It's Monday the 15th of June and it's Monday's podcast and I'm Ross and uh, today we're going to be talking a little about buildings or one building in particular and to help me uh, do this I've got Jeff Weeks. Hello Jeff. Hello Ross. And Andy Battle. Hi Andy. Hi Ross and everyone as well. Uh, and uh, welcome. And I've just, I was looking at the uh, minutes when I was down in the office earlier on, church members minutes, and I think it was 2016, Andy, that we first uh, dared share this project of uh, <laughs> building with people. Can you just give us a, an update of where we are now with the uh, church building project that uh, we've heard about for, well, nearly five years now? Yeah, of course. No, that'd be great. And it's, it's uh, yes, I, in a lot of ways, slightly more exciting than it was when we first tabled it probably back in, in 2016. But um, since we last gave you a bit of an update, we've we've had all the tenders back in that we were expecting. We knew that we were going to get five. They've all come in, and uh, in all in all, I have to say, really pleased with them. They've all come in in a really tight uh, sort of eight and a half, eight nine percent window of cost, which is which is generally a good thing. Um, we spent the last uh, couple of weeks or so in quite a lot of back and forth and communication with the various contractors and that design team going through qualifications and clarifications and I'm I'm really grateful to Jeff for his assistance in that he's been a great help to me as we've been been going through that process but I have to say at this stage also really grateful for everyone's prayers um, for for this project and and to God for the way he's very clearly had his had his hand upon it um, we will obviously be giving a slightly more full update at the uh, at the AGM on, on Wednesday but things are looking very positive uh, we still have a bit of, of back and forth to go before we, we clarify uh, the final position. And uh, we won't quite be there on Wednesday either. But we're basically looking at about a six-month duration for the building contract itself. So the contract will be in the building for about six months or so, hopefully uh, starting in the summer. Um, and uh, that means finishing early in the, in the new year. Um, and, you know, it is just a really exciting opportunity for us to once again upgrade redevelop um adjust our building so that it's suitable for this generation and those and those to come and it is an ex uh, you know an exciting time it's a significant time for the church it's a it's a time that uh, is leading to some maybe some disruption for us maybe some uh some compromise or some change in the way we do things maybe some sacrifice as well but we're obviously really conscious that, that God has blessed the church through the times that the church has traveled this path before. And, and Jeff's with us in part, obviously, because he had a great involvement in at least some of the, the previous um, escapades of the church uh, in, in development. And um, Jeff, I don't know, do you want to just maybe just give us a, a little bit of an overview of the, of the journey that we've traveled the church in building terms in the past? Over the last 200 years. <laughs> Although, you know, you know, as best you can remember, Jeff, really. Thank you. Well, <laughs> it's interesting you should say that I've been involved in some of it. I, my memory doesn't quite go back 200 years, Ross. Yeah, um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but it, 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 is, it is the case, actually, that what we're doing at the moment, what we're proposing to do at the moment, um, is not actually in a, a vacuum. Um, it's in a particular context. In fact, it's in a number of contexts, really. And one of the contexts is a historical context. And we can actually look back with thankfulness to God for all the provision he's made for us as a fellowship in terms of, amongst other things, our buildings. Mm. Um, and it, 
you know, I was just thinking about this this morning and it did occur to me that, that every time something was proposed and happened, there was a, a reason for it. We had a reason and it, it was a gospel driven purpose that, that drove us. And I, and I really feel that, that that's what's behind this current scheme as well. Um, and and the, another thing was that, it, that in all of these schemes, there was never a good time, never an easy time to do it. There was usually financial problems. And, um, and at the present time, we've, we've got our, our own difficulties. But God has always blessed what, what we, have, we have done, that we prayerfully put to him. We believe he's led us and has fulfilled his own purposes in blessing both us as a community and 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 the wider wider community as well it was actually 200 years ago that sunday had a vision for the Whitcomb area sunday outside of Whitcomb, there wasn't actually a church in Whitcomb. there was actually st thomas and a beckett to, to be honest but the church st matthew's up on the hill didn't exist 200 years ago and neither did we um, mm. um the area was a bit of a swamp. It was, it was called the Dolmedes, and it was a de- disreputable area. It was outside of the, the, the city of Bath. Um, but somebody, somebody um, took an interest in this area and had the vision to, to, build, a, to build a church. And, and the basic church structure, the old part of the church, the place where we meet, the main auditorium, as we call it, was erected in 1820, it started in 1820, and it was finished in 1821, precisely 200 years ago. And I, I, I think that that's very significant. And um, it, it, was, it was created to serve the community at that time. Um, we weren't actually the, um, we weren't the congregation in the building at that time. We arrived a little bit later, almost a bit later. But as time went on, we get now to the 1900s, and um, we have problems. I mean, we, we had a church building, but we didn't have a baptistry. All the, all the baptisms were carried out in the River Avon, and that was an amazing thing. There were hundreds of people that attended these baptisms, and God really blessed those occasions. We didn't have anywhere for the Sunday school to meet, and so there was a vision that we should actually do something about that. At that time, all of the all of the buildings um, around the church occupied the land that we then gradually, our forebears, bought those plots of land, so that we had a, a a bigger site. And so, the rest of our buildings that we now you know call Shunem and the kitchen and the hall and the classrooms upstairs and the rainbow room, uh, that that was all erected in about 1910. Mm. Uh, there was a, originally there was a pub there, uh, it was called the Tavern, the Whitcomb Tavern. And uh, underneath Shunem, I think it, it is the case that the bowling alley still, <laughs> is still there. So we now know what Ross and, Paul, uh, Ross and Clover and Paul do. <laughs> They're getting very good at it. There are the moments during lo- lockdown. <laughs> but um, that was a, a really tricky time to build. It, it, there was... Um, not a lot of money around. The First World War was on the horizon. Mm. Um, and, and that building, um, those schoolrooms and everything, uh, cost £5,000 to build the whole, whole structure. £5,000. And, um, uh, and God provided that, those resources. 
in my personal memory, um, in 1980, um, we then decided that what we needed was um, a nice brand new foyer. Um, so we had these great visions of um, building a foyer until some clever guy said, well, unfortunately, if you build a foyer, you bring people into the front of the church. Because at that time, the church, as we now know, it was actually orientated through 180 degrees. All the, mm, yeah. all the seats pointed in the other direction. So in effect, the foyer would bring you into the front of the church. And somebody had the vision that we should actually turn the church around through 180 degrees, which is uh, so. And we removed all the pews <laughs> uh, at, downstairs. And, um, and again, God wonderfully provided all the resources we needed, £170,000. Mm. God provided that. Um, and that was quite amazing. But as a result of removing those pews and doing all those works, God has blessed um, us and our, the community. We were able to carry out um, uh, ministries now that we would never have thought possible at that time. Mm. And so that brings us up to the present time, really. Ross and Andy, mm. yeah. uh, we're, faced, we're faced with a scheme that's likely to cost, I don't know, say three quarters of a million pounds or something. Well, in the, in the terms that we spent £170,000, in 1980 that is not such a staggering sum of money it's uh, mm. it, it, that 750,000 pounds or whatever it's going to cost us sounds an amazing amount of money but so did 170,000 pounds yeah. yeah in 1980 but god mm. really blessed blessed us and uh, provided all that we needed god's people gave sacrificially a man sold a man and a lady sold a field and brought the money to the church leaders' feet mm. and said, we'd like to give this money wow. to the church. And those people were against the scheme in the first place. I remember having a conversation with them and the gentleman concerned said, Jeffrey, it's not right. It's not right. But God <laughs> changed that man's heart and afterwards mm. he apologized to me, which was a lovely thing for him to do. Mm. So I, I'm, I'm thrilled about this. And I, mm. I really feel mm. that uh, mm. on the basis mm. of what God has done in the past, He's going to bless this work and bless the community through us. Mm. I mean, Jeff, what's your what's your take on how these projects have changed church life? Well, particularly take take the last project, obviously, because you were much more involved with that. Mm -hmm. what, what's your take on that? The last the last project um, enabled us to be far more open to the community. <laughs> I have to say to you, Andy, that the only entrance and exit into the church was off. The Shunan end. That was our mm. main entrance. Mm. We didn't have an entrance off the car park. Yeah. So by building the foyer, we we're actually able to showcase the church a little bit better. And uh, and and so so having the foyer also gave us the opportunity to bring people in more easily than we would otherwise have done. Mm. Um, but as I said, the removal of those pews. Um, enabled us to actually have a far more flexible space in which to, to, to work. So it used to be called the sanctuary. Mm. <laughs> um, and that's, that's how we viewed it. It was a sanctuary. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, but now, you know, it is now the place where God's people meet for worship mm. and praise, but where we do various ministries as well. And so, you know, I, as I've said, the um, uh, 
the International Cafe is a typical example, but other things as well. Um, yeah. I mean, it's been, it has been used. I mean, nobody can count the number of meals, sort of fellowship evangelistic meals that have been served in, particularly in the in the auditorium, as you call it, the old chapel, but all over the place now, really, which is just moving ahead. I mean, probably many years ago, very few churches would have done those type of meals, but it gave us enormous opportunity, didn't it, really? And has done so. And I cannot imagine come, everybody coming in, either through the door by your piano, Andy, or coming in through Shunem every Sunday. It seems, you know, just can't envisage a church full like us and the way we spend Sunday coming through those two small doors. Uh, I'm sure it could work, but uh, that's just an example of how it's, how it's ongoingly developed. Very encouraging. Mm, absolutely. Well, you're, you're very, I mean, you're encouraging us to think on, Jeff, about this and you're, you feel, I think, we, working with Andy, you, you're, you're very well satisfied, if not very encouraged by all the work that's been done, that we're in the right sort of place, the right sort of time now to progress again? Yes, I, th I think it's been a bit choppy, actually. Um, I think the, uh, I think we haven't had an easy time with the planning department and I think the delays that we've been talking about have not always been within our control um, but I, I do think that I do, I do think that where we are right now enables us subject to the church's approval um, to be able to proceed and place a contract with somebody fairly soon um, I think that's where we are logistically um, and that would be subject to the church's approval but with COVID um, which has caused all sorts of damage and harm and what have you. There are blessings coming out of this, really, mm. and and, mm. and it's unlikely that, in any event, the government would allow us to function as a church in the way that we would expect to function for some long time yet, which does actually mean that our church is likely to, as a building, is likely to be unoccupied, which gives us a brilliant opportunity to get the contractor in and out hmm. uh, about the sign that we ourselves would be permitted in law, I should think, to enter that building. So we, we could, you know, it, it's going to be to the advantage of the contractors and therefore to our advantages as, as well. So hmm. I, I can't help feeling that, that God has his hand hmm. Hmm. in the control of yeah, this absolutely. situation. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I would agree. Thank you. Thank you so much, Jeff. That's, that's really helpful. And particularly for those who perhaps know Widcombe less well and some of the, the history of the, of the building and the community. So I hope that's helped place everything in a, in a clearer context for people. We're about just about through our, our time. But Jeff, would you like to pray for us as we close, please? Father God, we do acknowledge that you are our great God and our Heavenly Father. And we do also acknowledge the fact that you are in control of all the events concerning our lives individually and our life as a, a, a church community. Uh, and indeed, of course, throughout this world, there's nothing that happens that is not within your control and within your will and purpose. We thank you for that. And Lord, we have spoken about things relating to how you've blessed your church here at Whitcomb in the past by providing us with buildings and the resources both to erect those buildings and to make those buildings 
uh, put those buildings to work. And Lord, as we look to the future, the present, uh, near future and, and into the longer term future, beyond anything we can see, we can be confident because you're a faithful God. You do not change mm. that you will go yeah. before us. So, Father, we, we thank you for all of the hard work and the resources that have been applied to this task. We thank you for the professional team that you've given to us. And we ought to now pray that you would lead us to make the right decisions as a church mm. and that you would enable us with the help of the professional team to make the right choice as mm. to uh, who undertakes this work on our behalf. Father, we commit this whole project to you and thank you for your goodness towards us. Amen. 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 Thank you very much, Jeff and Andy. Yes, thanks, Jeff. Help you, everybody. And um, I guess if not beforehand, we'll see you on Wednesday evening when we zoom into our AGM. Look forward to it. Yes, may there be much joy there. Indeed, indeed. indeed. <laughs> Thank you all then. Okay, bye-bye now. Thanks, Ross. Goodbye, everyone. Bye. -bye. bye. bye.